Vichara Supply Chain, highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week, all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Vichara Supply Chain. Uh, this is Rhadi House, and uh, we have very special guest today uh, at Nielsen Bernardes. He is a professor in supply chain management at West Virginia University. His research focuses on process transformations, innovations, and uh, the digitalization of supply chain networks. He is the co-author of a book called a Digital Supply Network. Thanks for coming and welcome to Bijara Supply Unit. Oh, hello everybody. Uh, thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure to be here with you today. Mm-hmm. All right. So in today's episode, uh, we will be talking about how to embrace uh, the digital technology to gain supply chain uh, feasibility. But before that, can you please tell us a bit about yourself, your professional background? Oh, absolutely. So uh, most of my uh, professional background is actually in the aviation and aerospace industry. And uh, I worked there for, for, for a number of years and then uh, before moving to academia. And in the last uh, several years, I have been working on uh, su- uh, supply chain management. And that's my area of research with a focus on innovation. And as I mentioned before, one of, my, uh, one of the latest uh, works that I have uh, uh, published with some of my colleagues is the, the, the book Digital Supply Networks, uh, Transform Your Supply Chain and Gain Competitive Advantage with Disruptive Technology and the Reimagined Processes. And I currently work with, uh, at West Virginia University, where I founded the Global Supply Chain Management Program in, back in 2013. And uh, I have been leading the development of this, of this program with, uh, uh, with my colleagues. So that's a little bit about uh, my uh, my background. Mm-hmm. All right. So how how do you see the trends of uh, digitization in supply chain, and uh, what potentially challenges in the next years from now? Well, that is a, that is a very uh, very uh, interesting question, very stimulating question. So I mean, if we think about the the the, the, the global health crisis that uh, we are still living, right? So I think that brought to the forefront. The, 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 the need has accelerated the need to, to digitize our organizational process. So uh, normally when I, when, I, when I talk about uh, the digital transformation or dis- digitization, digitalization, I, I think one of the, I have been using this example because I think it, it captures uh, nicely uh, some of these trends. And, and this is that uh, we are increasingly uh, immersed in, 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 an, in an environment where everything is becoming an experience, right? So the thing is that every experience sets the bar for the next encounter. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it really doesn't matter if the, the, the individual is a customer, users, uh, employees, etc. The, the point here is that the most recent experience, it regulates our expectations for anything else that we do after that. And uh, I think the, the, the popular saying, I think, is becoming very popular, and we have been using uh, this expression to capture these changes, is the 
Amazon effect. So when we buy anything or, or when we engage in a, let's say a service process, we expect that transaction to be as smooth and as tailored, as customized as buying a book at Amazon. And, uh, and this is becoming increasingly more of a norm than a nice thing to have. To, uh, to have. And, and uh, so in operations management, they would call this is becoming an order qualifier rather than an order, uh, uh, order winner. So, but then again, so the key point here is that we are starting to see this expectation diffusing to the business-to-business -business environment as well. So I think this is a trend that brings a lot of opportunities, but it will also in increasingly challenge organizations. And then a few other things, there are many things that we can talk about here, but another challenge is building the capabilities necessary to operate and, and compete in this environment, which includes uh, the, the, the digital stack, uh, but also the human element. So uh, the, the, the skill gaps and, and, and even uh, involves change, right? So mm -hmm. uh, we have to work with our uh, workers to make this happen. And as we inc uh, increase our organizational uh, digital footprint, I think cybersecurity will be top of mind as well. So that's, that's going to become another big challenge. So that, those are some of the things that uh, I could highlight. There are many things, but I think, I, I think those would capture some of the challenges. Uh, that we'll see in these coming years. Mm -hmm. uh, help me to understand more about this digitization uh, in context of supply chains. How how actually does it help to gain a supply chain visibility? Can can you also provide a few example? Yeah, sure. So this is actually something that we are very passionate about, and uh, uh, that's why we wrote a, a whole book on it. So let me start with the idea of, well, let's talk about digital transformation, right? So we see digital transformation as the, uh, the reimagining of end-to-end -end business processes to create value. And uh, I like to emphasize that it's not uh, merely about the use of new technology. It's not about making uh, processes that are not digital or, 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 or manual become digital. It is integrating digital technology to fundamentally change how we operate and, uh, and deliver value to our customers. So let's just start there. And, and also the idea is that the, uh, the, this, the digitization will drive the physical act of, of production and distribution. So with that said, let's, uh, I think let's uh, examples capture better, uh, help us understand this better, right? So uh, we have many examples. Let me, um, let me take one from uh, Medtronic. So Medtronic uh, is a company headquartered in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, where uh, we have the University of Minnesota. I'm, alumni, I'm an alumni from that university. And uh, so this company is one of the world's uh, largest medical technology, uh, technology uh, providers. And uh, they have been engaged in digital transformation. And uh, as, uh, as part of the, the process, as part of that process, they built a digital twin of its end-to-end -end supply chain. So what does this afford? So the solution allows them to perform a distribution flow path analysis, uh, which enables them to analyze how products flow through the 
whole global network all the way to the customers. So, but what is a supply uh, digital twin? So it's a supply chain, a supply digital twin. We can say that it is a, it's a digital representation of their end-to-end supply chain. And uh, the, the, the nice feature here is that this is continually updated. And this is a limitation of the traditional uh, supply chains that uh, we, we operate. So as much as we have digitized the supply chains and made them uh, more efficient, they are still quite siloed. So the, the, digi the digital twin allows Medtronic to run a lot of scenarios that uh, support better and faster decisions. So it makes the, 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 uh, the, the network faster and, uh, and, more, and more agile, right? So we can think about the current global crisis and we saw a lot of companies struggling and uh, during this pandemic, well, uh, Medtronic could make decisions much faster. So, uh, so to illustrate the power of, of their initiative, they, they would take about to make their analysis. So if they wanted, for instance, to, uh, to analyze how certain products were flowing in their global network or all the way to the customers, and if they could, for instance, uh, skip or eliminate one node in, the, in, their, in, their, in their network, uh, that analysis would take them uh, almost eight months, seven, eight months. And uh, during the, the, the COVID, as I said, during this, uh, the global health crisis, they could move much, much faster and uh, analyze all kinds of trade-offs. So this captures, I think this example captures a little bit of, of the, what a digital supply network can afford. So uh, another example would be Procter & Gamble. So they link daily demand flows from the point of sales all the way to the distribution center, plants, and suppliers. So this creates visibility in their supply network. And the examples go on. I mean, we, can, we have many companies uh, in the logistics uh, sector now that uh, they are starting to, they're moving towards this uh, dynamic routing, accounting for weather, accounting for congestion and all kinds of stuff, all kinds of events. And this has helped them not only become more efficient, but also uh, more sustainable because uh, you, every mile that you, you, you can save in one of these vehicles, when we, when we aggregate across all the vehicles in a, in a yearly basis, we're talking about a lot of carbon uh, say, uh, eliminated here. So those are some of the examples yeah. that I think capture this idea. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, another question is, uh, what advice can you offer to the to the business leader uh, on how to implement the uh, supply chain digital technology in uh, in a very effective ways? Oh, that is another really, really crucial question, isn't it? Okay. So All right. We, we have a lot of yeah, we have a lot of all this buzzing, blooming confusion out there. All kinds of technologies, yeah. and everybody's talking about transformation. So, how do we how do we go about it? Well, uh, of course, we're not going to want to be able to go in a lot of details here, but uh, in, the, in 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 broad strokes, I would say think big, think really big, but start small. 
I think there is a lot of issues. We see a lot of issues. We have been interacting with a lot of companies and executives. And one of the things that are coming out of this is that, or two things is that one, some of these initiatives fail because they're, uh, they, they don't have that big thing, that big vision, a unifying vision for 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 the organization to pursue projects and then they end up with these small little projects pulling uh, the company each and every way so think big but then start small that is another issue that we see some failures where the organization wants to they do have the vision but they want to start this really tremendous change everything all at once so uh, i think one uh, one thing that uh, uh, leadership teams, organizations can think about this. Think big, but it starts small. So devise a vision that can unify all the different projects and then experiment, learn, and only then scale. I think this is, uh, this is something very important and we will increasingly separate uh, the, the winners, the, the companies that are doing this successfully from those that will lag. And uh, uh, another thing that I will say is uh, involve the workforce because it involves change, right? So any any time that we're uh, implementing a new technology, and in this case, we're really talking about a, a whole transformation. And we have to keep in mind that when it's, when we say digital transformation, that is a very advanced stage. So we have to is a journey, right? So involve the workforce, identify the skills uh, that the workforce needs to transition to this new environment. Uh, what kind of, and, and when, I, when, we, when I say the workforce, I mean from top to bottom because it requires leader, uh, a new leadership uh, mindset. It requires uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the middle of the hierarchy all the way to the frontliner. So there is a lot of different skills that we need here. So prepare the workforce, work with them and involve them in the, in the transformation process. I like to say that uh, digital transformation or digital supply networks, uh, as we move towards this new environment, it is really, it's not about just, it's not about replacing the human element with machines. It's about augmenting the, the human capability. There are things that are unique to, 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 to us, the humans, and uh, these new technologies can help us augment that. So I think those are two uh, it would be very, very important. And then leverage this, uh, to make it three, leverage this, uh, uh, analyze how things are, are working, uh, pinpoint those pain points and uh, Try to think, try to challenge the way that things have been done and leverage technology. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.